0: So back during the midterms, you voted on Proposal 1. And if you don't remember, let me refresh your mind. Proposal 1 was to modify term limits for state legislators and require them, the governor, others holding top elected offices to disclose information about their finances that could potentially reveal conflicts of interest. And now there has been a piece of legislation, transparency bills that the legislator the legislator was required to produce because of proposal 1 at passing. And it does shine some light on their personal finan- uh, finances, but I- I'm not entirely sure that this is exactly The transparency that many people believe because uh, authors like Craig Mauger and the Detroit News uh, seem to indicate that this is still some loopholes that lawmakers could take advantage of. Rick Studley uh, is one of the architects of Proposal One, one of the co-chairs of the successful Proposal One campaign, and he joins us. Uh, Rich, good to have you.
1: Good afternoon. Great to be with you.
0: Talk to me a little bit about the impetus for Proposal 1. What was the idea behind it? Just taking people back a little bit. And and obviously it did pass in the state of Michigan. But But what was the impetus behind it?
1: For well over a decade, one report after another on openness, accountability, and transparency in state governments across the country rated Michigan one of the worst in the country. At this point, there are only two states left in the country that don't require members of the legislature and state officers. In our case, that would be the governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, and attorney general to file annual public financial disclosure reports that would make public their holdings in terms of assets, liabilities, income sources, future employments, gifts, travel reimbursements, and positions held in organizations, etc religious, social, or political. So the good news is 11 months ago, uh, proposal one was on the ballot. It was crafted by a bipartisan coalition. I am one of four chairs representing business and labor and Democrats and Republicans. Over two dozen groups across the state endorsed the proposal, business, labor, environmental groups, labor groups, civic groups, community leaders, And the good news is that 11 months ago, 2.8 million voters, Democrats and Republicans across the state, approved Proposal One and sent a very clear and strong message to Lansing. Enough's enough. We're tired of secrecy. We want more transparency, more openness, more accountability. I would share with you that, sadly, uh, over the past two years, if anything, state government has become more secretive and more corrupt the michigan economic development corporation has become kind of the poster child for a lack of openness and transparency and accountability in state government the good news is legislation was finally introduced bipartisan legislation in the michigan senate this morning i observed the committee meeting as as a past chair and I'm pleased to report to you and your listeners that we have a genuinely bipartisan package of bills that have been introduced to implement the financial disclosure requirements of Prop 1. We are becoming concerned uh, that the voters were clear. They have a December 31st deadline to pass this implementing legislation, and there's talk that lawmakers may adjourn early as soon as mm-hmm. two or three weeks from now. So. The good news is legislation has been introduced. There was a good hearing earlier today. The committee did receive good testimony on a number of key points. To be fair to the committee, the bills that are required, the minimum in the constitutional amendment was financial disclosure for state lawmakers and state officers. The lawmakers voluntarily went ahead to make a very positive addition, including candidates for office. So voters can tell about where a politician stands and any potential conflicts of interest before you have to vote for that person in an August primary or November general election. Sure. The committee did receive some good testimony today. Spouses are mentioned very briefly in the bill, perhaps not adequately. And there was also good discussion and testimony from the Secretary of State that it's really important what the law says, but it's also very important that we have adequate penalties and that the Department of State has the power to strictly enforce this. The Rick, current penalties in the law are relatively minor.
0: Rich Dudley joins us. He was one of the co-chairs of Proposal 1. So so in your estimation, does this meet the the requirements that Proposal 1 would have set forth?
1: I think it meets the requirements in terms of lawmakers and state officers does it go far enough well they included candidates the voters expressly said that the legislature is required to implement but is not limited or restricted in the reporting requirements i think the effort to include spouses is warranted it needs to be more detailed more specific the penalties for failure to comply or knowingly filing a false and inaccurate report are only 25 dollars per incident or a thousand dollars Federal penalties for congressional disclosure are up to $50,000. I think there's some middle ground there. Part of the reason I was so uh, glad to talk with you today is, frankly, it's my personal opinion. What lawmakers need to hear from your listeners and WJR listeners are always well informed. I'd encourage every one of your listeners to reach out to their state senators, state representative, and give them a pat on the back and a kick in the pants. Uh, This legislation needs to be passed through the House and Senate signed into law. We need to take advantage of opportunities to strengthen and improve the legislation, but going home early and doing nothing is not acceptable.
0: No, I, I agree. And, and I, I'm, 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 I you know, they, they had to file this legislation or they had to get the ball rolling before they recess, which, which again, by the letter of the law, they had to do by the end of the year, but with their requirements to adjourn early, to move Michigan early in the primary cycle. We knew that they were going to be uh, adjourning in in the early parts of November. So it was important that they get this done legally. Michigan notoriously has been among the bottom barrel of states for transparency. This sounds like it will move the ball forward. What else needs to be done to make Michigan lawmakers, elected officials more transparent to the public?
1: Well, uh, in terms of the legislation that's pending, uh, it is my personal opinion uh, that this law can be amended and improved as it goes through the process. We need to fully apply the financial disclosure requirements to spouses, and we need tougher penalties. A penalty of $25 for failing to comply or filing an inaccurate or complete report is only a half-hearted slap on the wrist. So tougher penalties would be helpful. And I think some of the concern that's been expressed by reporters who are at the committee today is valid. There is a need to amend related legislation, the lobby law, the election law, the campaign finance law. But each of those pieces of enabling legislation are separate. Um, And there was a pledge today on the part of Democrats and Republicans on the committee uh, that they understand that. Uh, I think they wanted to get this done and do it right and not overreach and risk missing the deadline the amendment that millions and millions of of michigan voters 2.8 million voted for has teeth every michigan resident every wjr listener would have the ability to go directly to the supreme court to seek an order to force the legislature to do its job and i think responsible lawmakers don't want to see that happen but there was a lot of public discussion today that this is the beginning uh, not the end of providing for more openness and transparency and accountability in state government. So I'm hopeful and I want to stay optimistic until we see that um there's any kind of effort to weaken these bills or or to not do them at all. That was definitely not the case
0: today. They got to get it passed before they adjourn uh for the rest of the year. We'll see if that gets done. Rich Dudley former co-chair of the proposal one of a uh, uh, winning campaign on proposal one rich thanks so much for your time as always appreciate it
1: thank you sunshine is the best political disinfectant
0: no doubt about it sun that shine as bright as we possibly can in some of the dark areas rich dudley thank you 800-859-0957-800-859-0WJR want your thoughts on this because he said something very interesting here and in the the proposal language there was no ceiling you could be as transparent as you want. There was a floor. Sounds like they met the floor. But Michigan notoriously is not a transparent state in terms of elected officials. Would you like to have seen it go even further? 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. We'll get to your calls and more breaking news next on JR Afternoon.